Welcome to another episode of According to Fox. I am your host, A Fox. Today is just me. Um, I, I want to have a real conversation about, you know, a little motivational conversation, honestly, more than anything. Um, I'm going to just start off the show now. You know, streets is talking section. I'm sorry. I just had to bite my nail. It was so bad. Sorry. So, um, the world is in dire straits right now. Um, of course, there's a lot of police brutality still happening. Um, I don't think that's going to stop racism, you know, things of that nature, not going anywhere, especially with the president we have in office. But something that really made me feel good was, um, Saturday, my mom went to go early voting. And so I was like, I sure. So my uncle um drove her because, you know, she's, oh, I don't know if y'all know, my mom's on one foot. She had foot surgery, so she's been on one for, for like a month. So when we pulled up, it was outside of this high school, and the line was like down the block around the corner. Being that she couldn't stand and, you know, my uncle wasn't trying to, you know, stay forever, we decided to come back another day, and it was cool. But it was good seeing that everybody was taking it very seriously. If everybody was voting for Biden, I'd I'd be in, you know, I'd breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> I don't know where everybody was voting for, but I do know a lot of people turned out and made sure their voice was heard. And that's something that I feel like no one should take for granted with all the things that happened and you know, I also realize that the most important vote is not the presidential vote. It's Congress. It's Senate. It's the House of Representatives. We I touched on it a little bit yesterday. I'm yesterday. See, I'm tired. I touched on it a little bit last week. But um, yeah, like let's not only show out when it's presidential thing. Like we really have to do our research on these senators on these representatives. Mind you, they make a good amount of change telling us what the fuck to do. A good amount of change. Some of them been in office for 28 years, 40 years, don't have no intention on stepping down. So if you feel like their mindset is of the modern age, you will be mistaken. It's very important that we do our part when electing these people. And I really feel like we need to be more involved politically. Like, I honestly really, I want to run for Congress. I do. I feel like with the idiots that they got going on in there and everywhere in Washington, man, why the fuck can't I? You know, an idiot runs the world. Runs the free world. Why can't a person with common sense like myself have a seat in Congress? It's something to think about. 
just saying, just talking shit, but, you know, if I do have, like, a campaign one day, just let y'all know, y'all heard it here first, but I do believe that we need to do a lot more when it comes to picking the people who are dictating what we're supposed to do. Um, They just elected Amy Coney to be a Supreme Court justice. This is the big deal. Supreme Court justice is a huge deal. You literally can only lose your seat if you die. Ruth Bader Ginsburg had to die for this woman to get this job. Her body is barely cold. I don't think it's been two months since she died. And they already replaced her. So they replaced her with a younger white woman who believes if you are called nigger, in your place of work, that is not a hostile environment. I, I guess you have to be lynched, too, for her to think it's hostility. That's batshit crazy. And um, apparently, this might put a lot of our human rights also in jeopardy as women. Um, something about overturning Roe v. Wade, which is, you know, the right to have an abortion. And, you know, I love how men love dictating, oh, if you don't want a baby, you shouldn't have got pregnant. Like, you can get pregnant by yourself, you fucking dickhead. Why didn't you wear a condom? Um, But, yeah, abortion, which is a woman's right, is now something that's in jeopardy. And I was discussing with, I believe, my mother. I was like, this patriarchal society is just so fucked up to the point that when birth control was invented... Not only were these gynecologists using black women as guinea pigs to figure things out, with no anesthesia, by the way, none whatsoever, just killing us blatantly in the name of science, which is what they do. Um, But to know that men can literally, like, I believe they can impregnate four women a day. A day. Women tops can only be pregnant twice a year. That's tops. Literally, that's the, that's the highest a woman can get pregnant. So who was the rocket scientist that said, let's stop women from having babies? I feel like birth control is for the wrong gender. You men have a million sperms swimming to one egg. Who? was the bright, bright person who decided, no, 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 it's not the men that are the problem. It's the women. Let's make sure she can't have a kid right now. Not the man that can produce until he's dead. No, but the woman who has literally a 20-year window to have children only twice a year, if that. Let's make sure she can't have kids. Like, that's so fucking backwards. So for a woman to be Supreme Court justice, and we still have women's rights in jeopardy, yeah, that's scary. That's super scary. I feel like no one should tell anyone what to do with their body. Does anybody tell you not to get a tattoo? Like, like it's just ridiculous. And it's a country that's built on hate and war and all kinds of things. And it's like, oh, please don't kill the babies. First of all, 
Pastor Thompson abortion, they're a fetus, but you'll spend trillions of dollars on wars, right? I saw Godfrey say something um, on this show, which I want to remain. I want to name it, um, make it nameless, because one, you know, I don't give anybody free publicity. You no, know, I give my shit publicity. But that's one. Two, I honestly don't like what the nigga stand for, but he it was something about reparations, and he was saying how black people built this country on their backs, and so about reparations will make you bankrupt. But Godfrey said so. You're worried about that being a bankruptcy, but y'all spend trillions of dollars on everything else, on bullshit. But you can't find it in your bank accounts or in America's, you know, vaults or whatever to pay us what we're owed. You know, and that's the same thing that goes with this. Like, how damn day, you? you know what I'm saying? Like, you you want to say all this about women's rights and we don't want to do this, but... God forbid that comes out that kid comes out gay, that kid comes out sick, that kid comes out anyway. With y'all don't have this energy for a sick kid, you know why? Because health insurance is a sham in this country. Have that baby, but if that baby's sick, that's your fucking problem. Have that baby, but if that baby's gay, that's your fucking problem. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with having a gay kid, but guess what? America does not like gay people. Hey, you want to have a kid? Oh, cool, have your kid. Make sure it's not black. How? How do I do that? Like, it's just like everybody's just enamored with the sense of, oh, don't kill that baby. But when that baby is a part of this world, y'all turn y'all back on it. So how fucking dare you? How dare you all? Um, But this is a scary, scary sight. Like I said, you pretty much got to die to be off the Supreme Court. And she's pretty young and lively. So, God be with us all, women. It's about to be another women's march and a whole lot, a whole lot. Of, that's all I can say. Um, and yeah, moving on. I'm sorry, that was really heavy. I've been really heavy these past couple episodes. My apologies. But, you know, election day is next week. We got to get on the good foot. Like, God damn, we got to make some shit happen. Um, so, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, oh, damn, this is a heavy conversation, too. I mean, I guess. All right, because I'm not a fan of her. Like, Wendy Williams, I'm not a fan. Like, you can say whatever, but I I try not to bash people on the show unless, you know, they should be bashed. I don't, I'm honest. Um, I don't just say it, just talk about people's business and shit like that. Your business is your fucking business. But I'm not a fan of Wendy Williams because it seems like everything she does is just so snaky. She's very snake-like. Like, I don't even like NeNe Leakes. But what she did to NeNe on that what ha- Watch What Happens Now, I think it's called, with um Andy Cohen, was wild grimy. Like, talking crazy about her, saying her family born, everything born, the show about NeNe would be boring. All type of shit. It's like, damn, you didn't even have to say none of that. And that's your friend. Like, if you're friends, you don't say things like that. So it's been noticed that on her show, she's been a bit, I want to say tipsy, but that's not the word. It's like, <laughs> it, it's odd. It's, it, she's high. She's high. She's definitely not tipsy. She's super high. But it's, because she did say that she was staying with, a, um, she was staying in a sober house or whatever. And 
That was like in the summertime, I believe. Or last summer when the whole thing went down with her and her um, husband at the time. But, yeah, they said her show been like crazy. She been having a little high fits and laughs, um, fits of laughter on the camera, things like that. And so someone was speaking about it because she used to have a DJ named Booth who was on the show. He's actually fabulous as DJ. And the post said, Wendy, you need to stop your show and seriously get help. Your camp is just watching you spiral instead of sending help. Shame on them. I'll be boycotting the show until you get checked into rehab. Drugs will kill you. Please get help. Someone else says she doesn't listen to them. Probably why DJ Booth left the show. DJ Booth then replies, yep, exactly. And it will all come out. You have no idea what's really going on. And everyone there is afraid to speak up because they don't want to lose their jobs. This is going to play out bad. I feel sorry for the work, workers and victims. Have a blessed day. Well, who the fuck is the victim? What happened? I'm, he got to give me a little bit more. Like, who are the victims in here? Um, but I um, I guess Wendy's a victim, but he's a victim with nuts. Like, what's, what, what's a one? So, I did see a couple of clips. And, yeah, she looked bad. I mean, she usually looks bad. I really feel like she looks like three uncles in a dress. I don't care how y'all dress up and put makeup on. I don't care how much money she got. She's the most, she's wildly unattractive. But I saw it, and she, yeah, she high off more than weed. That is not weed. Whatever she high off is something very good. She on camera with it, too, like not giving a fuck. So... Hopefully, she'll get the help she needs, honestly. But you can't have no career talking about people and talking shit. Don't throw them stones in that glass house, girl. You got to fix your shit first. So take care of you, Wendy. Stop worrying about everybody else. Um, Odell Beckham. Sorry, this is the fabulous sports section. Odell Beckham of the Cleveland Browns is out for this season with an ACL injury. ACL injury is super, super tough to get over. Like, it's really hard to overcome. You almost never play the same again after that. Um, He went down. He definitely went down. But I thought, I didn't know how it was going to be. You never know in football. Like, people go down every day, every game. You know what I'm saying? So you never really know. And I was just hoping it would be for, the, like, the game. But he's out for the season. Um, The Browns look great on paper. They do. I really thought that they would they would make it somewhere. They probably still have a chance because child, the way the NFC East is looking, oh, that should look terrible. <laughs> like they probably still have a chance to do what they need to do as far as you know going to the playoffs. They might. I don't even want to act like I know for sure, but it is it hurts to see anybody go down like that. Like football. Child, that shit different. I don't know how old I was, but I remember seeing Joe Theismann's knee snap in two. Like, and Lauren Taylor felt sad as fuck. Like, he did. He didn't know what to do, and he did it to him. So, it, it, it was definitely shaky. But, um, prayers up to him. You know, he's mad. He's a showman. You know, a lot of people, if you don't know football, you know Odell Beckham. You know what I'm saying? And you know they still have a good record. Record five and two. 
Very good record. You know, um, Kansas is the team to watch. Tampa Bay, I don't know what happened, but once Tom Brady got there, which is my favorite player, that's my quarterback. But once he got there, it's like Tampa Bay had unlimited money. Like, I don't know how. Because they just signed a deal to get fucking, what's his name? A.B. Antonio Brown. And Tampa Bay now. What the hell? Oh, Tampa Bay got a full clip. Kansas City got a full clip. Our Patriots are not doing as well as I would expect. We're two and four. I have never, <laughs> like, in all my life, <laughs> seen this record from us. I am saddened by this. Um, And Tampa, five and two. You know, Kansas City is six and one. I feel like that's going to be the Super Bowl. I hate to say it, you know, being now I'm Patriot Nation, but that's what it's looking like to me, Kansas versus um the Buccaneers. But um speedy recovery to Odell, you know. I like him. A bit weird sometimes to me. But I like him. You know, he's pretty handsome. I give him that. You see my speed? No. But he's a handsome devil, so hope he works out. And um well, some music and sports. It's like a little fusion here. So Mike Tyson has a podcast. Why didn't anybody tell me Mike Tyson has a podcast? When I saw Mike Tyson and like Joe Button's people, I assumed it was a Joe Button podcast. Why didn't nobody tell me I am Mike has the podcast? I love hearing that man talk. Like he has a one man show that's amazing. By the way, he talks like two and a half hours. It's really funny. It's really good. And then I'll never get over that. That um, what was it? That speech. I'm no. He's no Alexander. I'm Alexander. My defense is impregnable. I'll eat your babies. Like he is like so amazing. <laughs> like when you hear that man talk, you're like, well, you don't know what the fuck he's gonna say. You never know. So he had Boosie on the show, and I'm not a fan of Boosie. After I heard he's gone, he paid women to sexually molest his sons. I don't give a fuck what you men say. That sexual molestation, he's disgusting. But men don't see it that way because y'all are fucking creeps. But anyway, um, so Mike Tyson confronted him about his comments about Zaya Wade. And he even asked the man if he was gay. He's like, maybe, <laughs> maybe your thoughts on Zaya Wade come from you being homosexual yourself. Now... I know everybody's tough. I know everybody's a certain level of gangster man. But wasn't nobody going to talk crazy <laughs> to Mike Tyson. Nobody in their right mind is going to talk crazy to I am Mike. That man is unhinged. You don't want any of that smoke. None of that action. So, Boosie was actually a bit he was cool. Like, he, he no, he didn't speak out of turn, nothing. He said he was wrong, whatever, whatever. You know, it was none of his business what happened. He was just offended. I'm like, how the fuck you going to be offended? <laughs> like, you offended because a boy wants to be a girl. That offends you. Whatever. That's none of your fucking business. But either way, Mike definitely spoke to him about it. And I need y'all to really let me know when the hell did this podcast start? I'm about to listen to everything. Everything. Okay? I am Mike has a podcast. Who the fucking thunk it? Um, yes. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, that shit is 
<laughs> hilarious already. I haven't heard a word yet. Hilarious. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, moving on from that. God bless you, Mike Tyson, by the way. You've had it rough, son. You've had it incredibly rough. But God bless you, son. It looks like you're back on the right track. And Jamie Foxx has a movie coming up, and he's going to play him. So that's going to be amazing. Jamie doesn't miss. He never misses. And so it was a little talk about Busta Rhymes and T.I. battling. And T.I. said that wouldn't make sense. And Clifford was 100% correct. 100%. So it's him and Jeezy. They've decided... And now that's what's going to happen. I'm totally with it. Totally okay with it. The Atlanta Kings of Trap. You know what I'm saying? Trap. And everybody's like, oh, T.I. going to watch Jeezy. If Jeezy plays this correctly, this is anybody's game. I loved T.I. Like, loved him. Right? Met him a couple times. Proposed to him once. We'll talk about that another day. But one thing about Jeezy, Jeezy had the streets. Them snowman shirts, you can't ban the snowman. You couldn't wear a snowman shirt in school. I was already out of high school by the time that shit happened, but I'm sure that was a big deal in all these other schools. Like, he had the streets on lock. Thug Motivation 1, 2, The Recession, um, Thug Motivation 103, after that, he definitely fell off. I, I finally admit it. Yes, he, he fell off. Fuck what you want me to do. <laughs> but, him versus T.I., that's the battle. That's the battle. Mixtape Jeezy? If he hit him with three, four intros, that's four zip. It's four zip. A Jeezy intro used to be the best shit ever. You used to want to get a mixtape just to hear Jeezy's intro. Not taking away from none of Tip's hits or Tip's features, because he got some features. Don't get it twisted. Like, that's all I'm just saying. This is anybody's game. I hate when it's... That's why everybody's talking, like, versus ain't no competition. It's for fun. Is it for fun? Niggas, we keep score. We argue about this shit all the time. We sitting here saying, no, you whack. Your, your favorite person whack. This person whack. I don't blame these singers who don't want to fucking do no verses. Like, that shit seems like it's beef. And it's supposed to be all in good fun, but this shit seems like actual beef. Sean Penn and the Dream shit was like actual beef. I don't care what nobody said. This nigga was ridiculous that day. All right? So it was like only a few of them was like based in camaraderie. I feel like this one could be based in camaraderie. Absolutely. But too many people like, Jeezy going to get killed. Jeezy Let me explain this. Jeezy likes to drink. Jeezy likes to smoke. And Jeezy likes to mix him oh, with his coke. A lot of y'all need to let Jeezy know that Jeezy is different, okay? Jeezy got bars. Jeezy has some shit in the talk, okay? I'm very much so looking forward to the versus battle. I don't know what to wear because it's Atlanta 2005 is the look I'm going for, and I really don't fucking know what y'all want in 2005 Atlanta. Somebody call me and let me know. If I got to wear like an extra long white tee, I'll find one. I'll figure it out. But I'm all for that shit. I'm all for this battle. I probably wear my hat like T.I. a little bit or wear a, a, a scully and try to find me some girls. And damn, Jeezy, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. Come, 
Y'all gonna stop playing with Jeezy. That's what that's just what y'all gonna stop doing. I'm literally very excited now. Now I done hyped myself up over this fucking versus battle. And it comes on the week after my birthday. My birthday is November 13th. Um, so the versus battle comes on, on the 19th. So you guys keep an eye out for that one. And so speaking of TI, <laughs> that was a good segue. I didn't even realize it. So it my thing is about motivation. So my birthday is a big deal for me, right? I call it November because it's mine. It belongs to me. I was born there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was born in November. My name is Amber. Just perfect. It's been like that for forever. My parents always made it like a literal, you know, holiday in the house. So for whatever reason, you know, I've been learning to speak things into existence. My mother always told me there's power in the tongue. Pause. So whatever you say, you know, you have the power to make it truthful, make it fact, make it fiction. It's all on you. And I've been real cautious of that lately. I really watch what I say now. You know, I always say pause, so I've definitely been watching what I say. <laughs> but when it comes to, like, positive things and things like that, I've really been making sure I speak, you know, positivity. I've been making sure I speak, you know, highly of myself, of others. I try to be much better at that. So when November comes around, it's like... It's like God be showing out, like like in a different way. Like every time my birthday comes around, something happens where life does not, does not go my way for whatever reason. And when that happens, it's like I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, it's my birthday. And, I, you know, like I said, I celebrate it all the time. I make it a huge deal. So when that happens, you know, I'm a little discouraged, but then somehow, some way, he comes up with something, and it's just amazing how he does it. Like, things just work out for me. So I, I'll give you something from five years ago. Five years ago, I quit my job in, like, August. I am a job quitter, folks. I'm just here to tell you, if I'm not happy with my job, get the fuck out of here. I am a job quitter, right? <laughs> so quit my job, August. Didn't have nothing lined up. Just said, fuck it. And I got a call probably October and October. And I got hired for the post office, which I eventually quit. We'll get into that some other time. <laughs> but either way, my first day was like the week after my birthday. Like things like that. Like things look always look up. So remember guys I was off the air not off the air but I didn't get give you guys a new episode for like three weeks or so because I was really sick so I haven't been back to work yet got a call finally start full time starting Monday like I'm like wow it really is power in what you say power in what you think so now not only am I speaking positively um I'm making sure like it's how do I say it um it's like I'm securing it. So instead of saying, oh, I hope I get this job, I'm getting this job. You know what I'm saying? Like, or I hope I move here. I am going to move here. That is my apartment. I am claiming everything for myself. You know what I'm saying? And it feels great. feels amazing to be able to do that. Because sometimes, you know, life just doesn't go your way, you know? 
the universe or whatever, it just doesn't align the way you need it to. But I I don't know if it's my faith in God or, you know, just me as a person. You know, because I'm not, I'm actually a very good person. I'm not a bad person at all. I don't have any maliciousness towards me. Whatever. If I don't fuck with you, I just don't fuck with you and I never will. It's not malice. It's just me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I personally feel like because good, um, I try to be a good person and I try to, you know, be good to people that it comes back to me. And I'm a firm believer in karma in many ways. There is good and bad karma. You know, and I feel like being that I take my birthday so seriously. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I love it so much. I make sure nothing goes, you know, uncelebrated, unplanned, that when my birthday does come, shit works out for me. You know, I got like a couple things lined up. I don't want to say just yet. I don't want to jinx it. And I do want to, like I said, I do want to make sure that what I'm going to do is going to happen. But you know, if you keep telling people you're playing, shit gonna get fucked up because not everybody thinks for you. No, not everybody thinks the best for you. Not everybody wants the best. So you can't keep telling everybody what you got planned. You know what I'm saying? And if you tell everybody what you got planned, shit might fall through because some people don't wish that on you at all. And you know, if you have people like that, you aren't aware. Keep something to yourself and see what happens then say something and see what happens. You'll figure out the energy eventually with that. And like I said, you know, my life isn't going the way I would love it to go. It's, it's not amazing. No, but I know God doesn't bless no less. And thank God I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a lot of drama, a lot of shit going on with you, won't be in, there's no room for the blessings to come down. There isn't. If you got all this shit around you, if you got all this baggage and all this self-doubt and all these people and the scientific, there's no room for you to have your own blessings. There's no room for you to even bask in them. So once you clear up that mess, that's in your mind, your heart, your spirit, let them blessings come down for you. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a firm believer in that. And people love to rush the process. Do not rush the process. You have to trust the process. Because, man, listen, everything comes. It's so much better when you work for it. Somebody ever gave you something that you really wanted and you appreciate it, like, for real? But have you ever gotten something that you bust your ass for? Like, literally worked hard, fingers to the bone. Once you get that shit... You are going to treat it like it is the most precious jewel ever. You're going that's going to be your prized possession. Cause you worked hard to get at it. You know what I'm saying? Do not rush that process. Greatness is not on your clock. It's fine. You don't have to have a stopwatch to see what the fuck you're gonna do with yourself. You know what I'm saying? It everything comes in time. When it's your time, it's your time. You know what I'm saying? God got you either way. So that's my whole thing. Let's be motivated. Words of affirmation. I know it's a love language, but that should be a language, just period. You know what I'm saying? Through friends, family, whatever, not just relationship shit. Words of affirmation are amazing. Like, I love telling people, you are amazing. Like, you could serve me McDonald's. Like, hey, can I have an um, extra this? Give it to me. Hey, you're amazing. You know what I'm saying? You're great. Thank you. Like, I love doing shit like that. 
And I feel like it, it goes a long way. You never know if that person didn't hit, never heard that before. Or they needed that to make, you know, make their day. Like, you're doing a great job. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. You know? So it's like, you know, pay it forward, pass it on. Make sure that you are a blessing as well. And blessings shall come to you. And um, that's pretty much all I have to say on that subject. I know. Mad short, right? (laughs) I know. But, yeah, just... It's, I feel like everybody has their season, you know, and some people, their seasons come far and few between. Some people, their seasons just double up consecutively, like they just have great times all around, but you, you gotta know whatever you're going through today is preparing you for tomorrow, all right? I don't know where I heard that from, that shit's profound as fuck, um, but yeah, whatever you're going through today is only preparing you for tomorrow. Whatever journey you're going to take, these are the lessons you're learning along the way. And um, I wish nothing pros- nothing but prosperity, health, blessings, strength, fortune, <laughs> money, whatever you shall need. I'll, all of that is bestowed on every one of my listeners. I really do. Like, we... I love my demographic, too. I love being a black woman. I love, you know, the mid-30s vibe. That's my shit. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that, you know, my people are my people. And I want the best for us. And I want us to want the best for us. So let's speak things into existence. You know, let's make sure that what we need from ourselves, we can give ourselves. All right? Is it, are we cool with this? Cool. So. For the weekly hustle, I saw this meme, and I feel like the person who wrote it didn't write it, so I'm not going to say it's a quote, (laughs) but everything will come to you at its rightful time. Don't worry or rush the process. What's meant for you is yours. This is A. Fox, and it's been According to Fox. Peace out, y'all.